Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for tuning in to our boardroom chat. I'm Jesse Duplantis. And I'm Kathy Duplantis. We're right here in Destrehan, Louisiana, suburb of New Orleans, on our ministry headquarters. And we are just going forward with the Lord and excited to be with you today. Hallelujah. We have a little bit of a change. You may have noticed there's a little peak on. We don't have our curtains today. We had to pull them down and get them cleaned after. Uh, and they thought they had some mold or something on them, but they didn't. They didn't. Kathy don't like dirty curtains. She don't like nothing dirty. <laughs> well, it's just Lord. part of the aftermath of Hurricane Ida that we're dealing with. That's just one little small thing. But we are so excited that we get to share the word with you every week. Hallelujah. I want to talk about something that's very controversial in the body of Christ. And that's called the hundredfold. Oh. We want to deal with that because in these days and time, people need a hundredfold. And it was a promise from Jesus. That's correct. This and uh, so if you've got a Bible, I want to talk about that. And you that don't believe in a hundredfold, I'd like you to listen. I'm not going to try to change your mind. I don't believe in trying to change people's mind. I just tell you what I feel the Lord is saying in the scripture. Mark chapter 4, it starts over with the sower soweth the word. Mm -hmm. The most important part of it is that word sower not keeper, mm -hmm. a sower that's doing things. There's all different types of ground. And I've had many uh, discussions on the hundredfold because for some reason or another, everybody wants prosperity, but they don't want too many people to know it. You know, everybody wants to be blessed in the city, blessed Why in the is field. That, do you think? Uh, because they feel they have to make an excuse. You see, what I believe, and I believe this really, that the church adopted poverty to move people emotionally to give. Because mm -hmm. if you see poverty at its worst, it's terrible. It will move your heart to want to do something. Mm -hmm. But me, with the, what I believe, I'm not moved emotionally about my giving. I'm moved by faith to give. That's true. Because now faith is. And when you give by faith instead of by emotion, then these things kick in for you spiritually, physically, financially, every area of your life. So I want to read Mark chapter 4. And I want to, and the different grounds, but I want to start with the last verse and verse 8, excuse me, of Mark 4, verse 8. And others fell on good ground. Now, the whole key to anything growing, it has to be planted in good soil. Mm -hmm. If you want a seed to grow, it's got to be planted in good soil. If you want a tree to grow, you got to put it in good soil. There's some soil on the earth today that I don't care what you put it in there, it will not grow because it's not conducive for growth. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? But the ground was made to produce things. That's why... Uh, most of the, I guess, man's lifetime were agricultural, except for the last maybe 110 years when the Industrial Revolution took over. And it says, and others fell on good ground and did yield fruit that sprang up. In other words, you don't have to, it'll come flying up at you. You don't have to dig it out the ground. Sprang up and increased as it's springing up. Right. And brought forth some 30, some 60, and some 100, or 100 fold, what we call. Now, I never met people, especially today, I'm running into people that need everything. I mean, whether you've been in, and we've been in a, a, a crisis here because of the Hurricane Ida, but if you go all the way over to California, all these fires that are burning, I mean, people got to replace their houses. And really, the worst part of it is to fight the insurance companies afterward. You know, you got to have a justice for it. Everybody wants you to wait, and you, and you don't have a place to wait. You don't have a house to get into. You don't have this. You need help right away. Now, nobody wants to wait on their premiums. Nobody wants to wait on those things. You know, we could say, well, you know, let me get an adjuster. Let me think about your premium for a minute, you know. But go ahead and go ahead and carry me and all that kind of stuff. And I'm not being critical of that, but I'm being very truthful of it. The hundredfold was designed by God for you to be blessed in the city, blessed in the field, blessed going in, blessed going out, spiritually, physically, financially. That's why he, he, he put in the Bible divine healing. Mm -hmm. Then he said you can go to another level, divine health. And you can go to another level, divine life. Well, in, in the financial end of things, you can go from the thirty. 
You can go to another level, a 60, another level, a 100, in every which way, shape, or form. Now, and, it, it, and I, I don't, I've never met pers- people, especially today, that are not struggling somewhere with something. Somewhere, if it's not financial, it's spiritual or it's physical, you know. Mm-hmm. And, and so what we need is to have this completeness in our life, the hundredfold. Now, you got to do things to come to that point of a hundredfold. Right. Now, I personally believe in a hundredfold, and people get mad at me about that. They say that's not doctrinally correct. Well, I'm going I'm, I'm, I'm to just tell you about a story. Brother Kenneth E. Hagin, many, many years ago, I was at uh, Rama, and we were talking, and Brother Hagen, a wonderful man, who, I'm, who I wasn't worthy of the latchy shoelaces. What a great prophet of God and great man of God. Mm-hmm. Now, I, I knew he didn't believe in the hundredfold. So he walked up to me, and we were talking, and he said, Brother Jesse, you believe in the hundredfold? I said, yes, sir, I do. And he said, um, but that's not biblically correct. I, I said, well, he said, what do you stand on for the hundredfold? I said, Mark chapter 4. He said, that's not dealing with money. That's dealing with the word that the sower soweth the word. Mm-hmm. And I said, I agree with that 100%, Brother Hagin. <clears throat> he said, you do? Yeah. He said, well, then well, how do you believe in 104? I said, because it's in the word. And I said, you know, you taught us to believe the word of God. In other words, come hella high water, and we've had that <laughs> between Hurricane Island, Hurricane Katrina and all that kind of craziness. I said, you just told us to believe the word of God no matter what until we received it. He right. said, that's correct. I'll never forget that story. It was really amazing. I said, well, let me ask you something. If, if, if it's in the word, can I believe it? He said, you certainly can. I said, so if it's in the word of God, I can have exactly what it says. He said, that's true. I said, is healing in the word? He said, yeah, it sure is. That's why you told us to stand and believe God for our healing. I said, is, uh, uh, you know, is, uh, is salvation in the word? Yes. And all these diff- I went through several things. I said, Brother Hagin, is money in the word? And he paused for me. He said, well, yes. I said, well, then how come I can't receive a hundredfold? I can receive a hundredfold of my healing. Mm-hmm. I can receive a hundredfold of a miracle. Why can't I receive? He said, you know, Jesse, I never thought about it like that. And he began to kind of twist. He had a habit of, he would twist his thumbs like that. And boy, I mean, he went into the Holy Ghost right away, right there, right in front of me. Mm-hmm. I mean, he stopped talking to me for just, and just began to pray in the Holy Ghost. He said, you know, I never saw that like that. You see, ladies and gentlemen, if it's in the Word, you can receive it. One hundredfold. Mm-hmm. Now, I like being divinely healed, but I prefer to be divine health so I don't have to feel the pain of sickness. But I like something better than divine health. That's called divine life. That anything comes your way because your life is so divine, it just passes you by right. and you go on about that. Right. You want to mention something? No, I was just trying to find the, uh, the phrase hundredfold in the uh-huh. scriptures and other places, and it's in there in several places. Yes. You want to read just, something? You, well, you had, the you, words of Jesus, it was in Mark chapter 10, just yes. a few chapters down. Right. And uh, Jesus answered, at verse 29, it says, And Jesus answered and said, Verily I said to you, there is no man that hath left house or brethren or sisters or father or mother or wife or children or lands for my sake and the gospels. Right. But he shall receive an hundredfold now in this time houses and Please, brethren. I stop you right there. Yeah. Houses. So is it okay to have more than one house? It's a plural in my Bible. This yeah. is the King James Version of well, the Bible. Well, but Jesse, do you have more than one house? No, I don't. 
but God don't mind me having one. Because right. he said, how's this? Go ahead, Catherine. Houses and brethren and sisters and mothers and children. You notice he didn't say wives. I pointed that out to you one time. <laughs> That's right. That's one right. wife. One wife. Go That's right all ahead. you can handle. That's buddy. true. One wife. All I can handle. Praise <laughs> the two of them with Master Carter destroy me. But anyway, <laughs> praise God. And sisters and mothers and children and lands with persecutions. Yeah, that's the tough part. <clears throat> And it says, in the world to come, eternal life. And you that see. is in red. And But if you're going to believe in prosperity, you better get ready for persecution, buddy. But I've always said this, Percy's not cute, so I'm not worried that much about it. See, I decided <laughs> to be biblical. I don't care if the world says I, I, I can't believe that. I don't care if the church says I can't believe that. The I'm, I'm, reason why I believe in the hundredfold, because it's biblical. Well, yeah, you're and, right. And it's, and it's in red. This is Jesus' physical words. But it was also, <clears throat> excuse me, in the Old Testament. Right. Because uh, we know about it from, uh, where was it at? I just found that as well. It was in the book of Genesis. I think you've got to uh, talk for a minute. i got okay. so to drink it? a sip of so water. So when you understand the hundredfold, right. it's such a blessing. Now, people think it's a hundred times. At times in Mark 4, it'll say a hundred times. But it's more than, that's mathematics, a hundred times. Hundredfold is beyond mathematics. Because every time you fold something, it doubles. I believe. If I took this and, watch this, this sheet of paper, is one sheet, but if I fold it, now it's doubled. If I fold it again, it's doubling again until you get to a point that's really beyond your mind. I mean, the figure is about this long. And, and what God is saying is not only would I supply all your need, right. I'll supply all your want, and I'll give you want that you didn't know you want. That's, you know, that's that. how big he is. That's biblical mathematics. That's biblical mathematics. And you know, I believe what it really is is that the Lord knows we need this to catch up on all the devastation oh, that the devil inflicted on the earth when Adam lost the blessing that God gave to mankind. So we have to catch up. And this is a beautiful way that we can let God into our lives and Amen. believe for these things. So many times people hear a promise from God and it seems too good to be true so they shrink back and their right. heart won't let them leap toward that because maybe they just don't want to be disappointed right. or maybe they've heard from experience. But we have to believe God's word is true. Well, you know why the devil doesn't, can't believe in a hundredfold? If you catch the thief, he has to return it seven times. And all the You know why? Because he house. can't afford it. <laughs> Satan <laughs> cannot afford it. He's already it. bankrupt. He's totally bankrupt. He, he cannot do it. He just has this propaganda campaign yeah. going out around the world making us, making people afraid or think that he, he has more power than he does. But God has entrusted the full weight of his kingdom, the full authority on the believer in the earth today so that we can put him back under our feet Amen. where he belongs. Well, he has no money at all. All the money he has belongs to you. Mm -hmm. Lock, stock, and barrel. He's the thief. Everything he's ever got has never <laughs> been, has been stolen. See That's what I'm right. saying? So what God put in the scriptures, the hundredfold, now people are thinking just money, but it's more than money. But you know, let me just say this, and I've said it so many times, there's no such thing as bad money. None whatsoever. We live in an economic world. I mean, money put a breakfast in your belly this morning if you ate. You say put clothes on your back. But you see, it's when you fall in love with it. Or in other words, when you make it your security, instead of God being your security, now you are you causing something. And that's why the love of money is the root of all evil, because you switch loves. Mm -hmm. You switch from God's love to money love. Right. See what I'm saying? And, 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 and that's a wrong thing. Yeah, you, only, you have to have your trust completely in God, not Amen. in this world system, not in your families. Mm -hmm. uh, maybe if your family has money, because that could go in a poof in a moment. Oh, in a second. And we've heard stories of that over the years. But we, our trust has to be completely in God. You know, the first time, Jesse, that the word hundredfold was mentioned in the scripture was in the book of Genesis, the first book of the Bible, in chapter 26. And it's about how Isaac had, was 
was in a land of famine and, and famine. he sowed in famine and he received 100-fold that very same year. Notice, That's supernatural he, well, he, abundance. He sowed in famine. See, most people, when famine comes, they cut back. When really, that's when you really ought to start giving so you can get out of that hole. Mm -hmm. See, because, I mean, what happens is if you, if you don't get out of the hole, I call it, what do you call them, sinkholes? It'll sink you down, mm -hmm. man. But, you know, your seed will keep you afloat. Right. And the harvest will <laughs> lift you up, and you learn to walk on the water. Spiritual, physical, or financial. So it said in Mark 10, also with persecutions. Mm -hmm. uh, can you read that in the Amplified, if you don't mind? If you, uh, I, I want to know well, if they I have, have a different word. or uh, Do you have the message or the, the other ones? Uh, well, I have the passion. Let me start with the Amplified, the 20 verse what? Yeah, uh, Mark chapter 10, verse uh, 20. Uh, excuse oh, me, verse 10. 30. I, I, yes. I, I want to read that. and uh, uh, Because I want to see what the translation says verse on the word persecution. Verse 30, he says, who will not receive... Uh, Verse 30. Receive, uh, who will not receive, he's talking about how he, who, yeah. everybody who's given, he says, uh, verse 29 said, Jesus said, truly tell you, there's no one who has given up or left houses, house or brothers, sisters or mother or father, children or lands for my sake and for the gospels who will not receive a hundred times as much now in this time houses, brothers and sisters and mothers and children and lands with persecution in the age to come, okay. eternal life. All right. That's all it says. You see, what happens is when you understand what that means is if you're going to believe in prosperity, you better get ready for some persecution. I bear the marks of a Christian, buddy, on persecution. You know, if you're going to believe in healing, you better get ready for some persecution because people say healing is not for today until they get sick. Until that doctor sticks his finger in your face and said, you've got uh, pancreatic cancer in six weeks to live. All of, all of a sudden, somebody like me becomes very popular to you because I believe in healing. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you're going to believe the word of God, you get, it, you, you're being persecuted. I've had people hate me, and I don't know why because I don't know them. And why would you hate me? Jesus said they'll hate you because, of my, because they hated me. Mm -hmm. See, because when you represent the gospel, which is the good news, Satan hates that with a passion, see. That's why you can get so depressed watching the news. They never, ever, ever, ever report good news. You know, they're always reporting bad news, you know, constantly. Till you get to a point where, man, I'm not going to watch it anymore. Yeah, they need to rename It'll it. It'll make Instead you sick. Instead of just saying the news, they need to say the bad news. Yeah, rarely I mean, have you know, anything good. You know, we, we have nothing good to say, so then shut up and go <laughs> off the air. Praise God, you know what I'm saying? So the hundredfold, what I love about it, and I live in the hundredfold. Mm -hmm. I live that spiritually, physically, and financially. In fact, I'm going to say something going to shock you. I got to watch what I say because I get it. Because the Bible said you're going to have what you say, and that's spiritually, physically, and financially in every area of our lives. Now, you know, I wish uh, things wouldn't cost as much as they do, but, you know, somebody's in that business, and evidently they think they're worth that much money, so that's fine. You know, I had a guy say, well, uh, you, know, uh, you know, why do you pay a guy that fills up your car minimum wage? Well, because it doesn't take that much uh, to put a nozzle in, in, in the gas tank. But why are you going to pay that heart surgeon $150,000 to give you open heart surgery? Well, I don't think you ought to make that much money. He just saved your life. I think it's worth that much mm -hmm. money. See, it depends on what you do in life. But yet the heart surgeon is not better than the guy that's pumping gas as far as that's concerned because God's no respecter person. But, you know, you, you, you learn that you, you are you, you worth more in certain areas to the world's sake, see? But in God, God, like he said, uh, your cup run the throat. Now, well, you can have a big cup, small cup, or, or hardly any cup. But whatever it's in there, God said he's pleased with that. So I believe in the hundredfold because I'm, God requires me to do a lot of things that if I don't have that, I won't be able to do it. Just that simple. Mm -hmm. You know, and I mean, I never know when God loved to say, uh, go bless that person. Go do this. Go do that. 
And you better have some substance in your life so that you can do those things. So it'd be kind of hard to say, I'd love to give you something, but I ain't got nothing. Well, that's just raising up somebody's hopes and, and then dash it on, on, on a rock right, right then and there. Right, right. So, the you know, we, we have been totally persecuted for our, our prosperity. And you know what? I'm very proud of it. That's right. I am very proud that you persecute me for being a Bible person, just believing what the Word of God has to say concerning it. See, most people go by what they see. I don't go by what I see. I don't deny what I see. I go by what I believe. And when you know in whom you have believed, then something else kicks in. You become persuaded. And when you're persuaded, then nobody can change your mind. Mm -hmm. See what I'm saying? And I, you cannot change my mind. And I, I really believe this. And you're going to have to wait to get to heaven and ask Brother Hagin himself. I really believe I changed his mind right there. I said, you know, if it's in the word, could I receive it? Well, yes, you can. If it's in the word, well, Brother Hagin is money in the word. I'll never forget that. And he just, I never thought that about like that, you know. And like I said, I wasn't worthy to latch his shoelaces. That was a phenomenal, great man of God, him and his wonderful wife. But what I'm saying is, because, you know, if you think about Jesus, everything Jesus did multiply. Right. I mean, he couldn't pray. He prayed over a fish dinner and 5,000 people. <laughs> would he, get fed. Yeah, so his fish <laughs> multiplied. And then Isaac, when I talked about in Genesis chapter 26, he didn't sow money in the ground. He sowed a seed That's right. in the ground. And what did it do? It produced a crop, which he was able to bring to harvest, produce, if it was money in that right. day, sell it and live, his family right. live, and it was a hundredfold return. Oh. So it, it works. The principle works on a thing as well as, you know, financially, if you sow a seed into the kingdom of God, the word tells us. In fact, God gave the first gift that God gave to mankind was, 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 was a, well, first he blessed us with dominion. Right. And the second gift he gave us was our seed. He says, this is for you. It's for provision. You know, it says, be blessed, multiply. Right. He gave us seed. Yeah. And I'm talking seeding one. seed is what it actually says. That's right, says. right. In other words, there's seed, then there's a real called seeding seed, which is the real good stuff because it produces those things. Now, I don't care if you got the best seed in the world. If it's put in the wrong ground, That's so you true. got problem. The you know, it's amazing to me. People get so mad at me because of the anointing of increase that's on my life. It's on me. Don't get mad at me. It ain't my fault. I mean, he's, the Lord gave it to me. But I keep my ground fertilized right. with God's word. Right. And I've had so many people say, man, I started giving to your ministry. I started following you. I got blessed in the city, blessed in the field, blessed going in, blessed going out. But Satan figured that out. So what he tries to do is delay that. See, and the Bible says, let us not be weary in well-doing. Mm -hmm. Don't be weary for in due season, you're going to reap if you faint not. In other words, it's coming. Now, who don't want it yesterday? We Americans, we created fast food. We like things done quickly and fast. Who don't like that? But you know, if you haven't done all the stand, stand there for, you're going to receive that in every area of your life. Now, I really, I mean, I, let me tell you something. The red parts of the Bible are Jesus' words. They're a lot more easier to understand. He was not complicated. Mm -hmm. Now, you get into the black parts, you get, you get into the theological, homiletical, hermeneutical, philosophical thinking, because the Apostle Paul was such a great intellectual mind. Not that Jesus wasn't, but Jesus just brought things down. He would say something, they'd go, huh? So he said, I know how to make you understand it. There once was a rich man. All oh, people love stories, you see. Mm -hmm. Jesus was very theatrical, if you think about it, you know. I mean, he, he would have made a great actor, you know what I'm saying? Because he, he knew how to apply stories and different things so people could see these living truths and realities or creation realities, mm -hmm. you see. And so I want you to believe in the hundredfold because guess what? Not only can you be debt-free, you can get your grandma debt-free. Right. You can get your parents debt-free.
Watch this. If you got children, they'll grow up and you have them debt free. Instead of uh, having the mortgage their first house, you just be able to buy them one. What's wrong with that? Why would anybody persecute or say something bad about that? You know what I'm saying? But people always hear bad stuff and believe it. And when they hear good stuff, they say, I believe, I see it, but I don't believe it. But my God, man, you asked to see it, so we showed you to it. You right. still didn't believe it. Right. So that's what I'm talking about, the hundredfold. Many of you need the hundredfold. Now, can you handle the persecution of it? I certainly can, and, and, and I don't like it. Don't misunderstand me. I wish everybody would like me, I, and I mean, but the reason why, because they don't know me. I know me. I like me. You know <laughs> what I'm trying to say? But when I make up my mind to believe the Word of God, and the Word of God comes to pass, people get jealous and envious of those things. They go, well, who do he think and he is? Know, Nothing. I'm just like you are. I'm just believing what God said. Most people don't like the persecution, so they shrink away from that. They know that maybe be attached to that message, so they don't even want to go farther to learn about it. So the, the different types of soil is so very important. It means the condition of your heart to receive what is said, what the, what the Bible says. And so it's, it's so critical. You know, right now what we're doing is we're casting out seed. We're sowing seed the Word of God seed into Amen. your heart. Maybe some of you have heard about this hundredfold promise from Jesus that was also in the Old Testament, a principle in the Word of God. Maybe this is the first time you've heard about it. You know, each time you hear about it, your heart will become Amen. more open and pliable. You know, uh, maybe maybe your heart, heart has, has that stony ground that right. I talked about. Maybe right. it's the kind that has the cares of this world that comes in and chokes the out. The of riches. All that? these different things. Jesus spoke about the four different types of soil. Well, we can go in detail about that. That's a whole deeper teaching, yeah. but it's it's so important that Jesus wanted you to know it's the condition of your heart that determines whether you can receive what is said. He broke it down to his disciples that day when they asked him, what do you mean? He told them this. He says, if you don't get this, I think yeah. it's in verse 13. You don't get this How can you receive anything in the, right. in the uh, from the kingdom of God? Because the kingdom of God is, is the seed principle. Right. God sowed uh, mankind. He sowed Jesus, his, his son, on the cross, and he reaps Christians, believers. It's the principle in everything he's talked about. If you give love, you're going to receive Amen. love. If you give kindness, it, and the principle works. He said, do unto others as you would have them do unto you. This principle is throughout the word of God. We need to get rid of the religious garbage and, and weeds and you know, all of that things that's creeped up yeah. into our hearts that's trying to strangle us and keep us away from God's promise because we need it today. Sure you we do. need to, to, to have it for our own lives to, to be able to provide for our families, but we also need it in order to continue to spread the message of the gospel that the world so desperately needs to hear. Well, you know, the church got a lot of garbage, you know, but they kind of changed it to garbage <laughs> to make it kind of sound like it's worth something, you know what I'm saying? No, it's garbage. It's you understand trash. what I'm saying? Have you seen my garbage? You know what I'm saying? Like a great poupon. Yes. No, it's mustard, man. Well, they weave it around like and make a little weaving thing and they wear it as jewelry and yeah. they take pride in the fact that oh. I'm, I'm, I'm poor and I must be holy. Yeah. That was a wrong doctrine that was totally. taught to the church to give picked up because they were we, people failed to receive the promise in their heart. Maybe their heart was yeah. stony and they didn't see the result and they blamed God rather than themselves. We need to just take ownership. Amen. If we got it wrong, let's just come clean before God and say, Lord, forgive me. I repent. I want everything that you have for me. You know what I have a hard time understanding? Some of you, and I don't mean this to be critical, I'm just being truthful. You go to a church that's made, made up of nothing but stony ground and you keep sowing seed into that place. What are you doing? I mean, my God, I mean, you know what, I'm trying to make it work. It won't work right. It's in the wrong, wrong soil. 
Now, you know, just because persecution comes doesn't mean you, uh, you stop. Let it come. You do what you have to do. I noticed something about football players. The real good ones, I mean, they hit the line. And they're going down, and they're still turning and twisting to get maybe six inches more of that ground. Still That's going to the good ground. They're still stretching. They're stretching right. it. Or you'll see them as they're going down, they stick the ball with their head, and trying to get as right, much yardage as they could. That's called hundredfold. I haven't seen Do a lot whatever. of football, but I remember there's some that when they stretched over, they just, they just go over the line one finger, right? Is that oh, oh, no, what happens is when you, if you know something about football, they run, their body may be out of bounds, but they're in the air. But they're holding the football like it, and when that football crosses that line, touchdown, baby. The hands go up. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. You see, that's persecution. You got everybody trying to stop you from getting to that line. Mm-hmm. And now, you know, everybody loves football or baseball, whatever you like, the sport you like. But they, the real good ones, I'm talking about the professionals, I mean, you hit them and they just twisting and turning to do whatever. And when I, they start running, they know, I'm sorry, they know they're going to get hit. Yeah, they know they people know it's are coming. coming from every direction because they're carrying the prize. But it doesn't stop them. They keep moving forward. The well, fact what, they get what, what, intensify yeah. their run, then maybe they kick yeah. it up in another hard gear, and they go faster. Well, Walter and faster, Payton, harder. Uh, they give a Walter Payton trophy every year away. And he was one of the most phenomenal football players that I believe is personally in heaven now. And uh, but he had legs like tree stumps, man. I mean, he could just go. But he would run. They called him Sweetness because it was sweet to see the man run. I mean, you hit him, and it, he just he spin, hit him. Gail Sayers, same way, hit him, spinning. Stayed Let's on get, his feet. Oh, doing everything they can to get to that point, you see. Now, and everybody said, now, what a great football player. Now, can I just put myself, you, you see me? I, I mean, I hit, and I try to get, why do you want to call me? Why don't you call me a, a great person that believes the word of God? I'm not looking for a compliment. Yeah, I'm getting hit left and right. But you know what? I'm going to get to that goal. I'm going to get to that goal, so that touchdown, so Jesus can say, well done, thou good and faithful servant. See what I'm yeah. saying? But why does a preacher, you know, uh, anyone else can ride a horse, but a, a preacher got to ride a jackass. <laughs> he got to be on a donkey or something like that. No, That's how God. they did it in the movie. That's how they did it in the movie. <laughs> Come the old the, the donkey preacher, you know, that kind of stuff. No. You see, so when you understand Jesus was such a professional in everything he did because he was hundredfold in his thinking. The Father is hundredfold in his thinking over and above and beyond. El Shaddai God, the God that's more right. than that's enough. Right. That means hit, twist, go. You know, and so when I believe in God for something, I mean, sometimes I run into some very hard blockage in different things of that nature, but you just keep moving till you get there. Mm-hmm. I mean, and, until you you get what this is. Now, look what he said. You brought that verse up, and I want, want you to read in the Amplified or maybe another translation. Verse 13. Mark chapter 4, verse 13. I'll read it in the King James first. And now, he just talked about this, uh, the sort of the word, this hundredfold thing. He knew it was going to be comp- He knew people were going to fight this. And he said unto them in verse 13, Know you not this parable? You don't get this? And how then will you know all parables? Or in other words, my God, if you can't get this, I can't get nothing else to you. You see, you got to understand that God is a God of multiplication. He said, be fruitful, multiply, replenish, and subdue. God is a God that does those things. And, and, And all he wants you to do is be blessed. Well, how rich should you be? There should not be no limit on it, but just don't fall in love with it. I mean, I don't care if the richest man, what's his name, Bezos, I think they say, uh, in Amazon. That don't bother me. I'm glad he is. He probably worked very hard at what he got. You know what I'm saying? That doesn't make any difference to me. I'm not envious of that or jealous of that. I mean, you know, hey, great. Well, it's the same way, you know. You got business people 
that will hit the hit the scrimmage line, and they're going for that goal. I have and everybody to tell shouts you. about that. I have tell something me. to tell you. Tell me, Mama. Well, you know, we've been tell doing Hurricane Ida. Good. Wait, you're oh, interrupting you made, me. Oh, that's right. Uh, the, the, the electric <laughs> I was singing my song, baby. The electric people are here now, and they want to shut down now, or they may move on. No, I can't do, do that. Do we want to close down and okay. come back later? Yes, ladies and gentlemen, right now, real quickly. We are about ready to get electrical power after 24 days. So what we're going to do is take a break. You won't notice how long it is, and we'll come back and finish this hundred yeah, because I know you're interested. Yeah, because we don't want the electric crew to run away. Run away. No, I'm going to chase them. We've been waiting them. for them for a long time. I'm going to hit the line. So we'll be back in a moment. Well, praise the Lord Jesus Christ. We finally got some power. Energy was out there. They, they're doing some different things. They got to hook up some stuff and all that kind of stuff. So thank God we had to apologize that we had to break off right there, but they have to shut all this down to get all these uh, meters and yeah. phases and I don't know anything about electricity. Yeah, so here we are. We're back. We're going to get right back into our teaching on the hundredfold yes. return. Yes. Now, right when we were talking, we were talking about Mark chapter 4, verse 13, where Jesus said, no, you're not this parable. And how then will you know all parables? In other words, if you don't get this, you're not going to be able to understand anything else. Now, Kathy, I'd like you to read that verse 13 in a different translation. Which one are you going well, to read right it now I'm at the Passion Translation. What does it say? Verse 13 says, And then he said it to them, If you don't understand this parable, how will you understand any parable? Right. Basically the same thing. Okay, in other words, if you don't understand the laws of sowing and reaping in good ground, because it's not going to work in any other ground. I mean, it may start out look like it's working, but then all of a sudden it's going go to go to pot, like we say, you know what right, I'm saying? And, right. and then you're thinking, well, my God, what happened here? What happened? You know, I did, I, I sowed my seed. Yeah, but what did you sow there? And like I said earlier, it's amazing how many people go to a place and they've been giving, and nothing wrong with giving, but they're putting it in the wrong soil. It's like putting oil in your radiator. It's not going to work. Right. See what right. I'm saying? Eventually something's going to burn up. See right. what I'm saying? That kind of stuff. So I tell people, people ask me, what kind of church should I go to? A Bible-believing church. In other, in other words, a, a person that takes the Bible for what it says. Literally? Yes. Mm -hmm. Literally. Everybody wants to get into metaphors and all that kind of different thing. And I understand metaphors and things of that nature. But when, you, when, you need to have, when you're in trouble and they're about ready to take your house, you need to know what the Word of God says about that. When your child is dying or something, you need to know what the Word of God says about that. See what I'm saying? When you've lost your job and you don't know what to do, you need to know what the Word of God says about that. Instead of saying, well, you know, the Lord giveth and the Lord taketh away. No, God's not taking it. Why would God give you a baby and want to take it away? That's the most asinine, that's stupid a, thing I've ever heard of in my life. lie of the devil. All these right. religiosity things is what I call them. It's totally wrong. So that's why Jesus said, and he told you, he said, you're going to get persecuted on this because when the true word of God comes to pass, it exposes all the bad. That's right. It exposes all the flaws of religion. You know, right. Jesus didn't come to create a new religion. Mm -hmm. He came that you might know the Father. Mm -hmm. And he was so strong saying, I only say what my Father says, and I only do what my Father says to do. So if Jesus told us to believe in the hundredfold, where do you think he got that from? He got it from the Father. From the Father. It's the God, God's plan. You know, so that's what we're saying today. So and I you know, want you blessed in the city, in amen. the field, going in, going out. Go ahead. That's God. right. You know, when Jesus, we talked about verse 13 a few moments ago, but he had just told the whole multitude of the people around him, that whole teaching about the hundredfold. Uh -huh. And then in verse 9 is where he said, and he said, he who has ears to hear, let him be hearing, Amen. this is the amplified, and let him consider and comprehend. So when Jesus spoke some things, a lot of people heard it, but you didn't really hear it with your That's heart. Right. You didn't understand it. And I want to continue reading if you don't mind. No, go ahead. Okay, uh, this is so good because it's in, and as soon as he was alone, 
those who were around him with the 12 apostles began to ask him about the parables. And he said it to him, to you has been entrusted the mystery of the kingdom of God. That is the secret counsels of God, which are hidden from the ungodly. But to those outside of our circle, everything becomes a parable. In order that they may indeed look, but not see, perceive and may hear and hear, but not grasp and comprehend, lest happily they should turn again and their willful rejection of the truth should be forgiven them. And that's Hallelujah. when he goes on to say, and in Amplified it says, and he said to them, do you not discern and understand this parable. Now, he's saying this to his disciples, those who have been walking with him and seeing him do so many things. Do you not discern and understand this parable? How then is it possible for you to discern and understand all the parables? So he expected a higher level of hearing, Amen. a higher level of understanding <clears throat> to those he had been pouring himself into during that time. Well, I sense a little here. frustration there. Yeah, don't now, you I mean, get this? Yeah, how many times I have to say something for you to get this thing right? You see what I'm trying to say? And, and you know, the church world... I hate to say this, a lot of religious world will block things that Jesus, it could be very, very simple. Well, that's a statement we've often said. A lot of people are uh, religiously brainwashed instead of New Testament taught. Right. And these people really had these old traditions. They were right. still walking in when they met Jesus. They, it takes a while Amen. sometimes yeah. to unlearn things that you've, that's been pounded into your head. And it's a whole new way of thinking. In fact, that's what the new birth does. Jesus said, the Bible teaches us that any man, that when, we, when we're in Christ, we are a new creature. A creature. New a creature. brand new creature altogether. We're a brand new spirit, but our mind has to be renewed to right. what the Word has already said, what belongs to us, how we are to act, how we should walk in this kingdom of God. Well, you said a word tradition. There's a scripture that said the traditions of men have made the Word of God of none effect. None effect. Think about that. Well, you can't believe in a hundredfold. See, that's the traditions of men. So a lot of people say, well, okay, and they don't get it. And that's exactly what they need. And you know, it worked in the level of healing as well. That's because right. Because when Jesus it's, was on money's the earth. one small facet of it. it. It works on every level because when Jesus was in the earth, they said he could do no mighty work in his hometown. Didn't say he wouldn't, said he couldn't. Except heal a few people. But it affected the results because they wouldn't believe. They wouldn't receive him as the Word of God. Jesus no. was the Word. The Bible says the Word was made flesh and dwelt yeah. among men. Amen. Jesus is the Word of God. He's an ex not just the expression of God. He's God, but He is the Word. And He well, came you, speaking things here amen. on the earth. And if we heard it with our heart and our heart was right, we had the right soil to receive, we could receive everything amen. that He had. It reminds me of that movie, The Fiddle of the Roof. Tradition, tradition. You know what I'm saying? And tradition was messing him up. But, you know, uh, his daughters were falling in love. You know, uh, love, you know, it's kind of hard to trace it. It just hits you. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> Is that what happened to you? Uh, uh, no, that's what happened to you, With I me. think. Oh. <laughs> Okay. Tradition. We're going to have to talk about that. <laughs> yes, we have to. After. Yes. Been married to this woman 51 years. Glory this to God. She's, this, she certainly isn't traditional. Let me just say that much, you know. But she does believe in a hundredfold. I praise do. God. I believe in and, uh, good and So when you understand... That, you know, a lot of times, you know, I know people think every time we say the word prosperity, the first thing that comes up is a dollar sign. No, I think some of the wealthiest people in the world don't have a lot of money, but they're happy. They love the Lord. They're healthy. Their children are healthy. It's wonderful to see a family that comes together and lives like a family is supposed to. You know what I'm right, saying? That kind right. of stuff. And, uh, and that's, you could call that hundredfold love or whatever. Hundredfold right. anointing in every area of your life. All Jesus wants you to do is live good spiritually, 
physically and financially. Right. So you can. See, now when you get to, let me tell you something about God. He never makes an excuse for prosperity. When you get to heaven, he's not going to make an excuse if you get mad about the gold streets or the pearly gates or the diamond or the barrel or the jasper or the onyx or the ruby. He's not gonna get, he ain't going to make an excuse for that. He's going to say, that's what I like. That's what I did. See what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And the Bible said his will be done on earth, in earth, as it is in heaven. Right. So there are mansions in heaven. Why can't you have a mansion on the earth? Well, that's greed. No, that's what religions told you it was. Mm-hmm. Now, you got to watch yourself because I'm going to tell you something. Prosperity or finances can become very intoxicated. And most people that get intoxicated, they make a fool of themselves. You see what I'm saying? So you don't want to do that. In other words, you want to handle it instead of it handling you. That's what the Lord is talking about. The hundredfold is an answer to any economic problem you can have in your life, any of them. So you can take care of it. I know, I know a lot of people, so I just love to pay my mama's house off, my mother and father, but you can't. But a hundredfold re- reception on your part, well, you can more than do that. Mm-hmm. You can be the blessing that you want to be. Now, this is just a very simple teaching on the hundredfold, but it really is very simple unless you try to theologically or philosophically try to understand that. When you, all you have to do is just receive it. Just go to the refrigerator, open up the door, and get the food. And just that simple. Mm-hmm. You know? And sometimes I'm so hungry when I do that. Kathy said, would you like me to warm that up? No, I'll eat it cold. <laughs> I'm not, I don't want to wait for it to warm up. Would it be better if it warmed up? Probably, but that's not the issue. I wanted it now, see? So, and I took it now. You see what I'm saying? So that's what I mean. Receive the hundredfold. Let God do what he wants to do for you. Mm-hmm. You know, our theme this year for our ministry is what shall I do for thee? That's what God is saying. What shall, let me do what I want to do for you. All you got to do is let me, and don't try to make an excuse on it. Just receive it and watch God do the most unbelievable, impossible, yet doable things for you. This book is not a book of problems. That's it's good. a book of answers. answers. Every good. bit of it right here. So that's why I believe in the hundredfold because Jesus said it. You understand? Mm-hmm. I, I, don't, I don't have to philosophically try to figure out what he said. It's pretty simple. Mm-hmm. And so I accept it one hundredfold. Do you have any of these testimonies here? You know, I you just want to read. We haven't read any. We'd love to do that because y'all write in and you have comments from all over the world. And I'll read a few. These that just so that Diana wrote to us. Good afternoon from Winnipeg, Manitoba. Canada. Connie says, good evening from South Africa. South Africa. Tracy is writing in from Australia. Good morning, love from Australia. And then we have this one from England. Debbie says, hello, Jesse and Kathy. I'm so pleased to see you both again in today's boardroom chat. Your message today, that was from last week, your, the joy of the Lord is your strength, is my strength, is exactly what I've been meditating on this week and a confirmation of what God is putting on my heart. No matter what the situation, we can rejoice. May God bless you Hallelujah. and all those affected by Ida sending love from England. You know, that's you know, so wonderful so often, to get that. We, so it's often we get texts that say what they heard that week was exactly yeah. what they were dealing with and what they needed in their heart. And we believe that these that was God doing chats that, not us. Inspi- are inspired by the Holy Spirit. That's right. right. To give you exactly what you need and help you to grow your faith. Kathy found the subject out today about maybe three minutes before we started the boardroom chat. Mm-hmm. I do the same thing. I don't try to figure it out. I just said, Lord, what will thou have me to do? Or what would you want me to talk about? Right. Boom. And there it is. And Sandy and Rusty says, this message helped me so much today while at the hospital with my mother who just had a stroke this week. Keep persevering for the Come Lord. On, Jesus. People need to hear you. Well, let Thank me tell you, you, that stroke can be done away with by, by his stripes you were healed. See, if Jesus took your infirmity, why would you want it? If he bore your sickness, why should you have it? Well, people said to teach you something. 
Well, what is that stroke teaching your mama? Mm -hmm. That's ridiculous. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, but that's man's way of thinking. Well, they think it's ridiculous for the 104. You know how much money that would be. Well, you're not supplying it, so what are you worried about it for? Just let God do what he wants to do. Mm -hmm. It's just that simple. Right. And so when you understand that God's word will work for you, not some of the time, but all the time. That's why we go to that verse 13 of Mark 4. If you don't get this parable, mm -hmm. you're not going to get anything. In other words, you're not going to receive or understand what God is saying on anything. Think about that. That's a big statement, but it's simply the truth. And that's God's word. And he said it over 2,000 years ago, and people are still trying to figure it out, when all he said you have to do is believe it. You know, that's really true. Even in the world, people understand that. Like the advertising companies, they will get a commercial out there, and, and when you hear it the first time, it, it's like a little seed of information that comes into your right. heart. And all of a sudden, you hear it again. They want you to hear it again. They repeat it. And every time, I can almost repeat that commercial because you've heard it, and you've heard it, and you've heard it, and all of a sudden, it becomes something like second nature to it. You hear that with these little jingles and things that you yeah. hear. You find yourself singing them. They put that, that seed, that information into you. You and you start believing it, whether whether no matter what, even if that's the kind but of toothpaste that, you need. I mean, so it's on practical. That's level. how they sell product. That's how they sell product. Not so, by vision, but by hearing. So it's a principle, a concept. That's how Amen. God created us. We're wired this way. We learn and we grow by information that we receive. It's just so critical and vital that you get Amen. the right information into your heart. Maybe you've been corrupted by the wrong information most of your life. Maybe you've heard wrong teaching, but God has the truth in His Word that He wants to impart to you. And in fact, he's doing that today. So grab hold of this principle that's from Jesus, the words of Jesus. He says that if that you sow, when he sows his seed in good ground, Amen. that ground is destined to produce the hundredfold return. And Justin Prince ministry is good ground. Mm -hmm. I'm not asking you to give me anything. I'm just telling you it's good ground because we've kept it pure. Mm -hmm. It's sexually pure. It's financially pure. It's morally pure. And that's not very hard to do. It's just called obedience. Let me tell you something about obedience. I heard a statement, uh, I think it was last night, obedience creates an environment for miracles. That's I heard true. that. That's a phenomenal statement. Obedience creates an environment for miracles. I wish I would have said that, but a preacher friend of mine out of California said that, mm -hmm. and his wife said it. I believe it was, wife, it was his wife said it last night or something like that. So what do you want God to do for you? He's already gave you an answer, and all you have to do is just receive it. Mm -hmm. I mean, really, actually, that simple. Many of you ask us all the time, but just how do we become a partner with you? You pray and ask God what you have you to do, and if you don't want to do nothing, don't. Let me tell you something about this ministry. This ministry does not put pressure on you at all to support it financially. But if you'd like to, we'd love to do 100% of what you give goes in the world evangelism. I've been debt-free, me and Kathy, since 1982, so it, we, we don't require nothing. But I'll take a billion dollars for his work to get Jesus' work out through the world. The Bible said when the gospel is preached to the world, the end shall come. Mm -hmm. So if you'd like to do that, you can go to our JDM uh, uh, website, jdm.org, hit a donate button if you want to. If you don't, don't do it. Keep watching the program if you don't. That's fine. Or you can use PayPal or you can do whatever you want to do. Have it, or you can just send an old-fashioned check through the mail if you want to do that. 100% of it goes in the world evangelism simply because we debt-free. Well, how did you get debt-free? Hundredfold. Mm -hmm. Just as you want the truth, there it is. So this is just a small teaching on the hundredfold. Maybe we need to come back to this and do it stronger and maybe a lot longer so you can get it. See, because faith come by hearing. Let me just say this and we'll close. I mean, if you take the volume off your television, you're not going to buy that product, even though it's a good vision thing. Boy, you go, man, that's pretty. Mm -hmm. But the minute you put that volume up, 
You, you get faith in what they're saying, and you go out and buy that product. Mm -hmm. Just that simple. That's what they hope anyway. Yeah, they hope. And, and Well, that's why they buy all that time, uh -huh. hoping that you will do that. And if it's something that you need or desire or want, that's just such a blessing of the Lord. So thank you today for praying for us and for caring for us. And we saw it, we had to cut out, but we're thanking God for our uh, power, <laughs> electricity. We've been on generator power for 23, 24, maybe 24 days. Well, since August the 29th, since the thing hit. That's right. And uh, uh, so we thank you for allowing us to be a part of your life. I hope you enjoy the boardroom chats. We also have something called Faith the Facts. And that's a little five-minute segment that we do, or actually that I do, and you'll be blessed by it. Maybe one day you can come and visit us. We'd like to maybe meet you in person. It would be a blessing of the Lord. So until next week, this is Jesse and Kathy saying we love you. And don't forget to watch this boardroom chat. Tell your friends about yeah, it. Yeah, sure. They will be blessed. See you soon. God bless you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.